1 Samuel chapter 14. In 1 Samuel chapter 14, uh, we've learned that we can serve God in this world. Uh, but tonight, I want to say we can, we can serve God, but sometimes we're going to have to go through some hard places to get to a high place. Sometimes we're just going to have to go through a hard place to gain the victory in life. And in the story tonight with uh, Joshua uh, and Jonathan and uh, his uh, armor bearer, that's exactly what they do. They go through a hard place to get to the high ground into the place where they can have victory. You and I may have to go through some hard things in this life in order to gain victory. Amen. And God will certainly give us the victory if we trust in Him and we purpose in our heart to serve Him and we find the grace of God. Certainly God will bring us into the victory. So uh, 1 Samuel chapter chapter 14, verse number 1. It says, Now it came to pass upon a day that Jonathan the son of Saul said unto the young man that his bear, his armor, Come and let us go over unto the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he told not his father. And Saul tarried in the uttermost part of Gibnet under the pomegranate tree, which is in the migrant. And the people that were with him were about 600 men. In verse number 4, it says, And between the passes by which Jonathan sought to go over unto the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on one side and a sharp rock on the other side. And the name of the place was Boaz, and the name of the other one, Senat. And down in verse number 11, it says, And both of them discovered themselves unto the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said unto the Hebrews, Come forth out of the holes where they have hid themselves. And the men in the garrison answered Jonathan in the armor bearer, and he said, Come up to us, and we will show you things. And Jonathan said unto his armor bearer, Come up after me, and the Lord hath delivered them into the hands of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up upon his hands, upon his feet, and his armor bearer after him, and they fell before Jonathan in his armor. Our armor bearer slew after them. Let us pray. Father, we come before you thanking for what you do, thanking all your mercy, grace, and love. Lord, we just ask you now to help us to be what we need to be in this lost and dying world. And Father, we just again ask you for your grace and mercy, Lord, that we may find peace in you tonight, Lord. We ask that each one be, be uh, lifted up and encouraged somehow in this world today, Father. And we'll praise you and we'll glorify you. Empty yourself and fill me with thy spirit. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I said again in verse number four, the Bible said that where Jonathan and his armor bearer uh, had to go through, it was a sharp rock on one side and a sharp rock on the other side. And that is the passage they had to go through. It was not an easy climb. It was not an easy ascent to, to go through. Uh, and there was both sides was sharp rocks on them they had to go through this hard place in order to get down to where number verse 13 says and it said and the bible said they climbed up and that's what i want to preach on uh, this, uh, this evening going through a hard place to gain the victory in life in this text we find that uh, it's a dark day in the nation of israel the philistines has crossed over and they uh, uh, come in and they subdue the uh, uh, children of israel and they uh, uh, and, king, and, Saul, and Saul has not been king very long. He's just beginning, beginning to king. Uh, and we find the Philistines has invaded the land of uh, Israel. And, and God's people are caught from a, between a rock and a hard place. And in verse 4, uh, Jonathan and his armor bearer was uh, between a sharp rock and they were in a hard place. 
Have you ever felt like that you've been caught between a rock and a hard place? It seems like every time you turn around, uh, uh, things get pressured on you. You just can't find a way out. and You just can't see no way out. To, you're just caught in that hard place in life. And we're going to go through some of those hard places in our life if we live long enough. Uh, but let me just say, uh, the pressure was pushing down. Uh, and the pressure was on them. They had to do something. Now, you can let a, sharp, uh, a hard place do two things to you. You can either let a hard place uh, take you to a low place or you can let a hard place take you to a high place where God is. Amen. And there's a, there's a lot of options you can do that. We find that Saul, his father was at, uh, uh, under the uh, pomegranate tree. He was sitting there. Well, Saul was soaking under this pomegranate tree. He was probably thinking this, uh, why is it happening to me? Why is this going on in my life? Why is this happening to me at this time? And Saul finds himself under that tree. But let me just say this. This is the pattern of Saul's life. If you go to 1 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 6, you'll find that Saul again is under a tree. He, he's facing circumstances in his life and is overwhelming to him. So what Saul does, he gets up under the tree, he sits down and he just quits. He don't move no more. He, he, he's all soaking out. He's getting soaked about things. He, he worried about this. Why is this happening to me? Why is it going on me? He's just giving up on God. All of us can say the same thing. All of us can say, you know what, this life is pressuring me so much, I'm just about ready to walk away. I'm about ready to give up. But let me just say this. I am bound and determined not to let the circumstances draw me in despair. I'm bound and determined not to let the circumstances pull me in discouragement. I'm bound and determined that I'm not going to let these circumstances around me cause despair in my life. I'm not going to sit around so. Now we can. We're sitting in church. There's hardly anybody here. We can soak and I can find myself soaking, but I'm not going to let it take the uh, circumstances cause me to be in despair, amen. So Jonathan said, hey, I've made my mind up. I'm tired of just sitting here. I, I, I'm tired of just watching the world go by. I'm tired of everything just being to, uh, pushed down on me. He says, I've got to do something. I love what verse 1 says, and on a certain day. He said, on a certain day, Jonathan made his mind up, said, I'm not sitting here no more. I've got to get up. I've got to do something about the circumstances that I'm in. And let me just say this. You and I have got to do something about the circumstances that we're in right now. If we're waiting for somebody else to do something for us, you'll wait too long. Amen. Sometimes, you're going to have to go through a hard place in your life to gain the victory that God wants to give you. Jonathan made his mind up. He says, I'm through with this. I'm tired of this. I'm not going to sit here no more. And, and we see throughout the Bible, it's the same throughout the Bible. Uh, there were some that went through a hard place in order to uh, find a high place. There were some that uh, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Now we know Paul's life. Uh, Paul was in prison. Paul was beaten. Uh, and Paul was shipwrecked. Uh, here Paul was in a, in a prison at midnight. And you think, uh, chained to the wall, you think Paul 
Paul said, oh, woe was me. I'm about to give up. No, about about midnight, Paul started, amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Hey, he's getting on it. He said, thank you, Lord. And about that time, he gets old Silas and say, hey, now won't you join in with me? Let's just sing song. You know what? He didn't let that hard place and take him to a low place. He said, that hard place, I'm going to take it to a high place. Amen. He was on a ship out in the great storm. People are worried about running about, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And, and, and Paul stands up and says, hey, hey, I'm just going to believe God. I, I'm just going to trust God as it was told to me. Uh, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, don't, get, don't just uh, cast everything aside. Even if a boat don't make it, every one of us will make it to the other side. Can I say this? Uh, it doesn't matter what we're going through. It doesn't matter what we see. We don't matter what the world's saying. Uh, it don't matter what they throw at me. It, your ship may be broken up. The ship may go down. But God said, we're going to make it to the other side. Amen. So Paul said he did not let the hard places in life take him lower. You know, that's the problem with a lot of Christian people today. They get into circumstances that brings a lot of hardship in their life, and it just drives them lower. It just drives them lower. But it's three things I want to tell you about how we can make it, how we can get to the other side. We learned three things this morning, how we can serve God in a dying world, in a sinful world. Uh, but tonight I want to give you three things on how you and I can make it in this world. If we don't let the hard places drive us to low places and we take and we determine in our minds that I'm not going to do it, we can be like Jonathan and say, Lord, uh, I'm just tired of sitting here. I've got to get up. I've got to move. Or we can be just like Saul say, hey, I'm just going to sit here and soak about it. I don't I don't care what's going on. I'm upset about it. Oh, woe is me. Hey, you can run around and say, oh, coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus. Hey, what the circumstance says, God said we'll be on the other side. Three things about the text we see here that you and I, we can make it on the other side. First of all, in order for you to make it to the other side, you've got to have a companion. Verse 6, Jonathan said to the young man that has bared his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. I love that. You know, he just stepped out on faith. He said, It just may be the Lord will work for us. There is no resistance to the Lord to save by many or by few. And his armor bearer said unto him, do all that's in, I love this, do all that's in thy heart. Turn thee, behold, and I love this, I am with thee. With all according to thy heart. Everybody that's going to move, everybody that's going to have to go through the hard place, everybody's going to have to have a companion. Jonathan said, uh, I, 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 uh, uh, armor bearer said I am with thee I know the odds against us but I tell you what uh, Jonathan I got so much faith in you I got so much trust in you uh, that if you said God said get up and go I'm going with you if you're going to rise to a high place in this world today 
in your Christian life, you're going to have to have somebody, some people in your life that's willing to say, I am with thee. You cannot hang around those that are negative. Those that wear you down, those that put pressure on you, those that we call negative Nancy's. You can't hang around people like that. Uh, if you start hanging around people like that and you walk away from them, you don't feel like serving God. You don't feel like living anymore. You just say, whoa, whoa, is me. You're just like them. You're negative about that. I don't like people to say, hey, I'm negative about this, I'm negative about that. You've got something God has laid on your heart. There's going to be somebody that says, you shouldn't do that amen if you got people like that in your life you need to dump them real quick real quick I don't want to be somebody that's negative I want to be somebody that says hey if God said you to do it I'm jumping in there with you I'm going with you I'm going to be right there I'm going to say I am with thee you need to find some people in your life that when you fellowship with them and you walk away, you say, whew, I can live for God another day. I can serve God another day. Just being around them lifts me up. Just being around them encourages me. I, I can be around them. That's the kind of people you need to have in your life. Or you can just sit around and soak about it. Or you can just sit around and be negative about it. But let me tell you what, I'd rather be positive than negative any day. I want to be one that says, hey, let's jump on board and get out there and get it done. Amen. But you'll find that you're going to have to have a companion. Now, can I say this? Every one of us in this church needs somebody that's going to stand with us. And, and can I say this? I need somebody that's going to stand with me and say, hey, if God has told you to, let's do it. I'm behind you. I'll go through the waters with you. I'll go through hell with you. I need to be, I want somebody to stand with me. Amen. Amen. God gave Paul Silas. He didn't send Paul by himself. God gave Paul Barnabas. He didn't send him out by himself. Paul gave, uh, God gave Paul Luke. Amen. Paul was pretty bad with Friends, amen, he went through a few of them. But God will give you a companion. Uh, God gave Moses Aaron, and God gave Moses uh, Joshua, and God gave Joshua Caleb. Throughout the Bible, you'll find that God always pairs somebody up with somebody that's doing something for God. Those that's willing to step up and step out for God. God says, I got somebody in reserve that'll walk with you, that'll help you, that'll stand beside you all the way. But let me give you a little bit of encouragement tonight. When you can't find those, when you can't have those around you, there's one that says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I am with you to the very end. Praise God, there's one that will always be with you. Amen. Mm. Woo. Praise the Lord. You're going to have to have a companion. Amen. I'd like for each and every one of us to look around in our life and say, you know what? <laughs> There's mine. <laughs> every time I turn around, there they are. They're giving me words of encouragement. They're not telling, trying to tear me down. They're not trying to uh, just say negative things, uh, but they're encouraging me. Every one of us need to pinpoint that person in our life and say, hey, that's who I want to be with. We need companions. If you and I are going to make it in this Christian walk, 
And we're going to go from a low place and a hard place to a high place with God. You're going to need a companion. It's going to take some climbing. Amen. Verse 13, and Jonathan climbed upon his hands and upon his feet. His armor bearer after him. You know what? I got to thinking about that and got to looking at that. And I mean, you know what? This is not just a regular little walk. This just ain't a little stroll up the hill. It's a sharp rock over here and a sharp rock over here. I, I see them that he's, he's reaching, he's clawing, he's trying to get a foothold. He's trying to reach up and grab a hold of something that's holding him up. He's not getting, he's just unsteady. And yet, you see the armor bearer right behind him. The armor bearer can say, hey, you know what? This climb is too hard for me. I, I don't want to do it. The Bible says he was right behind him. And they fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer and slew him after him. Jonathan had made his mind up. He's done this climbing with his hands and his feet. It's not an easy climb. He's reaching, he's pulling, he's stepping. And I see him looking for that handhold. Something to hold his weight. Something that won't give. Lord, praise God. There's one that won't give. We get our hand in his hand, there ain't nothing you can't do. You get your hand in his hand, you can climb any mountain. Praise God. You just got to reach out and step up and get a hold of the hand of God. Amen. I see him looking for that handhold, steadying himself. But yet he's pressing on to the high mark. He's not giving up. The climb may be rough. He's not giving up. And he keeps moving. He keeps moving. I think Jonathan got tired of dwelling with people that was giving up and scared. He wanted to get on a different plane. He wanted to get somewhere where he can take a stand. He wanted to go somewhere where he have some victory in his soul. Listen, God did not call you to live in a low place spiritually. But God has called you to step up and step out. God wants you on a higher plane. God wants you to grow. God wants you to uh, step out and out of this dirty world and, and get high. We need some Christians that want to, to climb higher in this world today. Get out of the filth, the muck that they're in. Step up. Can I tell you this? This climb is not going to be easy. Because the devil is right there against you. The devil don't want you to get stuck too high. The devil don't want you to get too spiritual. The devil don't want you to get closer to God. And the more you try to climb, the more he's going to attack, the more he's going to try to get the footholds off and on you, the more he's trying to knock you down, the more he's trying to discourage the people. And let me just say this, but hold on. Don't give up. Just keep on climbing. Amen. Has anybody ever heard of the snake line? Ain't nobody heard of a snake line. Well, I'm telling you, we're going to need one that can roll back and forth here. 
there, on the mountainside, and all the ancestry people knew this, there's a line, imaginary line on the mountain that snakes do not go above. And the reason why is they cannot survive in the atmosphere up there. There's that line that stakes get to, and they say, you know what? I, I can't go no higher than this. I, I got to stay right here below this line. I cannot survive up here. The problem is a lot of Christian people living below that snake line down there and the devil's got them and the devil's wrapped around them and the devil's keeping But let me tell you what, if you want to get out of this filth, if you want to get out of this dirty world, if you want to just tell the devil you ain't taking no more, get above that snake line. Get above where he cannot live. And let me tell you what, that's where God is. That's where you hold out with God. That's where you stay with God. You fellowship with God. And the devil can't get up there where yet he can't survive amen the devil wants to defeat you the devil's you know what the devil's got people lined up in your life right now they're just throwing discouragement negative out there doesn't want you to climb any higher he, he says if I keep you where you at you'll never get closer to God you'll never do anything for God You'll never work for God. And sometimes when we get in that position, we just stay right where we're at. We get comfortable in our environment and we don't want to step out. But God says, don't get in that box. Get out of that box. Get out of your environment. Step up and climb up. Get where the devil can't get to you. Get where there's a heavenly father there to worship with you. Climb higher. Get higher. The climb is not going to be easy, I'm telling you this. But it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. I might struggle down here, but I ain't giving up. I may stumble and fall, but I ain't giving up. I'm going to keep climbing. I'm going to keep moving. I've got my eyes set on the hills for where my help comes from. I ain't giving up on God. God ain't giving up on me. I want to get above that line. Praise God. I don't know about you, but I'm about having a good time. Hey, man, it seems like the church is full tonight. Praise the Lord. I'm filled with the Spirit anyway. Praise God. You've got to have a companion. If you want to make this climb, if you want to get from a low place to a high place where God is, you need somebody in your life that's going to help you get there. But if you don't have somebody that's going to stand with you, there's one that says, I'll never leave you. Never forsake you. In order to get out of this low place, you're going to have to climb. And let me just say this. This climb is not going to be easy. This climb is something the devil says he doesn't want you to do. But let me just say this. It is worth the effort. You get up and you start moving from God and God has called you to step out, look around, find that companion, say, look, just like Jonathan said, look, I, I, I'm just about to get up out of here. I am tired of sitting here. I'm tired of being defeated. I'm tired of living with people who are scared. And his armor bearer said, you know what? I'll be there with you. I'll jump up there with you. I'll follow you there. I'm, I'm telling you, we need to understand that God is wanting us to get out of this filthy muck world that we're living in. In order to get out of it, I heard a story. A woman and her daughter was out in a field, out in a yard, and planting flowers. And she's all dirty. The little girl's all dirty and everything. And she, 
She looked up her mama said, you know why flowers grow? Her mama said, no, I don't know why flowers grow. And the little girl looked at her mama and said, you know what? You know why flowers grow? They want to get out of the dirt. Amen. You know why Christians need to grow? To get out of the dirt. To get out of the dirt. It's a climb. It's worth the climb. You're going to have a companion. You're going to have to climb. There's going to be a warfare. There's some combat. Verse 14. And at the first slaughter, which Jonathan and his armor bearer made, was about 20 men. Within as it was a half an acre of land with a yoke of oxen might plow. <coughs> Again, do you really think the devil wants you to get on higher ground without a fight? Without a fight? Military understand the value of the high ground. They understand that if you're on the high ground, you're looking down. And you can see a lot more from the high ground than you can from the low ground. If you're always looking up and not moving, you're never gaining any ground or territory. But the value of the high ground is that you can see all around you. You can see when the enemy's coming at you. You know what side they're coming at you. You know what they're throwing at you. You can see all that. That's the advantage of having a higher ground in your life. But that climb is going to be worth it. When you get at a place in your life when you can look around and say, thank God, it was worth it. Thank God, it was worth the fight of serving God. Because you look around and you see the fruits in your life and the blessings that God has given you because you climbed, because you got out of that filth and that dirt and you start climbing for God. There's a General Ewan from the Civil War, the Battle of Gettysburg, called Cemetery Hill. The story goes, and I've tried to verify this story, <coughs> just can't do it. Some say it's true, some say it's not. I don't know. I was not living in that time frame. I may know somebody that was, but I wasn't. But what he said is, when he came to the Cemetery Hill, which is a strategically a, a place that they had to be, <coughs> and if he got on that hill, tides made a turn. The war might have been different. But because he had some resistance from a few people, the, the soldiers that was left there, just because he had some, some resistance, he decided to pull back and don't do nothing. And by the time they got ready to start, they'd already had regiments coming in, and they dug in, and they could see the enemy. Let me just say this. We stop climbing because we get some resistance in this life. As soon as we try to take a step out for God, the devil's pushing us down, and we just collapse and don't do anything. 
As soon as we say, you know what, God has laid on my heart to do this, there's going to be somebody in the church says, well, I don't believe it needs to be like that. I don't think you need to do that. Lord, help me. If somebody says, we don't need to get a bus. Amen. Anytime you step out for God, there's going to be some resistance in your life. But you know what? I look at this way. Jonathan went by himself. His armor bearer was there. It's two against 20. Two against, that odds ain't real good. But they didn't know who was on Jonathan, Jonathan's side. And God was on Jonathan's side. And when you got God on your side, there ain't an enemy a weapon that's formed that can harm you and come against you. Let me tell you, but as soon as you take that first step for God, you're going to find resistance. And how you act when you find that first resistance in your life, the, what, what you do and how you do it determines what kind of Christian life you're going to have. Amen. I understand there's resistance when I take a step out for God. I understand there's going to be resistance when I start praying. I understand there's going to be resistance when you step out and start witness. I understand that, and I'm not going to let it defeat me. I'm not going to let it discourage me. I'm going to get up, and I'm moving out. I'm stepping out. I'm believing and trusting in God. Listen. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. The longer you wait to take the higher ground, longer you wait to take the high ground ahead of you, the harder it becomes to take it. The harder it becomes to take it. The longer you wait to start climbing your Christian life and giving God what is His and living for God, the harder it becomes to take the high ground. And reason why, because the devil is entrenched and he's ready to put up a fight. He's ready to come against you. He's ready to stand against you. He's there to set up roadblocks. He's there to discourage people. Can I say this, Christians? The devil's had the high ground for too long. It's time for us to take it. It's time for us to charge the hill. It may be a hard place. It may not be a, a smooth journey. It's going to be a hard journey. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have to fight. But it's time that Christian people in this world that take back what God has given, take back what God said is yours. It's time for us to step up, step out, say, God, here I am. If God go before me, who can be against me? But the problem is, you're going to have to make your mind up. You're going to have to make your mind up if you're going to go through the hard places to get the victory in life that God says, here it is. Here it is. When you get above that line where the devil cannot get in your spiritual life, your life is going to be so sweet, so good. Don't worry about what's happening in the world today. But keep climbing for God. Keep climbing for God. 
You know what? There's going to come a day you won't have to climb no more. There's come a day that you won't have to worry no more. We worry about this and worry about that. You know what? I'm worried about what he thinks about me. I'm worried what he's saying about me. And I'm thanking God for all that he's done. If you want victory in your life, you're going to have to go through a hard place. Victory doesn't come easy. It's going to cost you a battle. You you say, well, I don't feel like fighting. Well, get used to where you're at. But if you don't feel like fighting, get used to living how you're living. I'm ready to step up and step out for God. Amen.